Welcome to Tea with Coco. I am Coco like Chanel, our very first podcast coming to you from the quarantine era that we now live in. If you guys follow us on social media, then you know the reason we took a podcast hiatus is because we were working on some other really fun projects. I hope you guys had an opportunity to check out the updated version of How to Live a Romantic Life, even if you're single AF, and the children's book I wrote called Little Bell Pup goes to Paris. It's the first installment and I'm actually almost done with the second installment, Little Bell Pup Goes to New Orleans. So had a lot of exciting projects um, to move forward with, but that did mean I had to obviously put some of my other fun projects on hold. But I recently wrote an article which is up on CocoLakeChanel.com that I thought was really important to share with you all right now and it's something that I've actually had a lot of practice with throughout my life but it's something that as this pandemic becomes more and more part of our everyday lives and is not going to be just a few weeks or a few months but well into a year range I think it was something that a lot of people are dealing with and I wanted to share some of my tips and tricks. I call it distance loving and right now it can be very difficult to get together with family members. You can't travel to see each other. I know I had travel plans to see my friends and family this summer that have been canceled or hopefully put on hold but more likely canceled. I have a niece in the NICU and well actually the PICU now. Uh, She's over one so she's in the PICU, big girl moving on up. And, you know, they're not allowing anyone other than their parents in the hospital. So it will be quite some time before I'll get to, you know, celebrate with them and see them and and be physically in their presence. So until then, and I hope, you know, everyone can take something from this. I wanted to share a couple of the ways that I have found to still have a wonderful, loving relationship from a distance. So here we go. Number one, take him out to dinner. I know obviously we can't go into a restaurant right now, but anytime that there's a celebration, I think it's such a cornerstone of humanity that it involves sharing a meal together. And it's always been really disappointing when I'm not able to do that with my mom for Mother's Day because she lives in Germany. Um, you know, my stepdad is many states away, uh, halfway across the country for birthdays and celebrations. My sister's birthday is actually tomorrow, and I'll be doing uh, something like this for her as well. But because I can't physically be there to take them out to dinner, I have sent them a meal from you know their favorite place or of their favorite genre of food and had that be from me I you know just message them and say I'm taking care of dinner tonight it's on me what time do you want it there or it'll be there at seven I hope you enjoy it now a lot of people want to do a zoom call or like a video call while they're eating so it's like you're eating dinner together I personally have found that a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. I am not, but I, it takes a lot for me to be uncomfortable, so um, I won't 
judge everybody else by my barometer. But eating on camera um, can sometimes be mm, a little bit awkward, especially if you're in different time zones. And now uh, I think this is where it can get tricky. Like my mom is nine hours difference from me because she's in Germany and, and I'm in California. And so sharing a meal uh, would be two very different meals and it would be hard to align them. So I have found it's much better just to send it and then to schedule you know, a quick follow-up call afterwards. Then they can tell you how much they love the meal. You guys can talk about that a little bit and still have provided that, that wonderful um, expression of love from them. Now, if you guys do have family members overseas, don't fret because I actually did this for my mom for Mother's Day and I found the German equivalent of Uber Eats and was able to order it online and have it delivered to my mom's address right here um, from my home in California. So it is possible. There are these services all over the world. And it, with the help of Google Translate, luckily, I mean, I speak German, but if you don't, um, Google Translate does translate most of the delivery sites and uh, you'll be able to place an order easily that way. You know, it's, it's take a moment and just think of a way that you could be there. What's something you would do normally? Go out to coffee with a friend. Um, I've sent all of the nurses in the NICU, you know, coffee and donuts to celebrate Tilly's birthday. Or um, I sent a box of New Orleans, you know, flavored goodies like um, beignet mix, uh, Zapp's craw tater, potato chips, um, a king cake to my siblings for Mardi Gras because we all um, were born right outside New Orleans and love that culture. And it's just a way that you get to celebrate together apart. And um, it's always welcome. And, you know, a lot of times it doesn't cost that much more than you, you what you would spend going out to dinner, a lot of times less. Um, there are some restaurants that will let you deliver wine, which I have done. One of my friends, Lacey, uh, for her birthday, I sent her our favorite meal and you know a bottle of wine. So it's it's really um, a, a beautiful gesture and something I think is always welcome. So take them out to dinner or lunch and have it be on you and have it be an expression of love, even if you're not there to give them a hug at the end. All right, number two schedule regularly occurring video calls. Everyone has a busy life. Sometimes I've looked up and I realize that I haven't spoken to my sister or my mom in like over a week or weeks. And that's so easy to do. If you put it on a calendar as a reoccurring meeting, this just eliminates the questioning. With Charles's family, they're uh, in New Orleans and in Richmond, and we have a regular call every Saturday at three o'clock now. And it's wonderful because his parents look forward to it so much. They're always the first one on the call. And it then takes them a solid 10 or 15 minutes to flip the camera the right way and have her, uh, this past week, we, we spent some time trying to get uh, her dialed in on another line that was connected to her hearing aid, Bluetooth. And, you know, it's just always an adventure. Record these calls. You're going to want to have them <laughs> documented <laughs> for the future. But if you, if you schedule those, then 
you have something to look forward to. Uh, if you have little kids in your life, like my nieces and my nephew, having a regular scheduled time is so important to them as well. You know, they know then that grandma's going to call on Tuesday nights and read her a story. And it is something that both of you can feel confident that you're going to get that face-to-face time with them. And a week's not going to go by. Um, And, you know, if you have to cancel a week or move the time a week, we've definitely done that. But this takes the stress out of it because it's on your schedule. And it, you know, just gives you that assurance that you're going to be part of their lives with a regular cadence. Number three utilize connection apps if you have kids you probably know about a service and an app called tiny beans this app allows you to upload daily photos of the kids and i think it starts tracking from pregnancy and it'll tell you like how big and stuff it is and then share it like a calendar that's a map with your very close friends and family and I've really loved being a part of both my sister and my brother's Tiny Bean accounts because they get to share lots of photos and videos that maybe they don't want the entirety of the world to see on Facebook or Instagram. And it also is a living document that you can go back and you can read comments, you can see, you know, all the pictures from all the months, all the videos from all the months, you can easily save them to your camera roll. If you guys are grandparents or aunts and uncles or, you know, just have little beings in your life that you love, I would highly recommend trying to use this service. It's it's a wonderful way uh, to have that connection point of, you know, what their daily lives are like, you know, blowing bubbles at daddy or, you know, learning about colors and shapes. It's just, it's been really wonderful. I look forward to it every morning as I sip my coffee. I, you know, check the tiny beans and, you know, see what these little beings have been up to for the past day. You can also order photo books on it, which I've given as gifts to my mom because grandparents love anything with their grandchildren. Uh, it's very easy to do and uh, very nice quality. So I, I always I thought that was a great service. Another one that's solely video based is called Marco Polo. And I actually have some of these with my friends as well as with my family. And they're short videos that you can take right there in the app and send, but it allows you to send video clips to your group that they can view at their leisure. So it doesn't take up all this memory space like in your messages app on your phone, it's all stored on the cloud. Um, and they can look at it in two hours. It's not like a text message where you like feel like you have to respond. This is something that's just there. Again, it's something I do every morning. Um, it's a quick record. Uh, You can send them a quick message, um, you can record your reaction, you can send them a little video back. It's it's really fun and I always enjoy just seeing what my little beings and my friends are getting up to. Number four, themed days. Finding connection points can be difficult with distance, but I've found that creating fun themes is a way to celebrate together when you're apart. My niece Tilly in the PICU, she has these incredible themed sheets. So my mom has handmade all of these sheets specifically for the dimensions of her hospital beds, which have changed. So there there have been many um, 
many iterations of them. And my sister started instituting things like Flamingo Friday, where she has beautiful flamingo sheets um, and a flamingo outfit then was bought and a flamingo face mask that my mom made for her to match the sheets. Then we got a hot pink flamingo LED light and then auntie got the same one and now it's on her desk and now I take pictures of it on Flamingo Friday and I post and it's just, it's a fun theme. I can look forward to every week and it, you know, doesn't mean much to maybe other people, but it means a lot to us. And I look forward every week to seeing, you know, Flamingo Friday and seeing Tilly all dressed up in her flamingo and and taking pictures of me with my flamingo and finding fun flamingo things that they can do for Flamingo Friday. And it's, it's something that is a bright spot in the week. It's small, but it's a connection point that brings me joy. So find your themes, whatever it is, if it's going to be Wine Wednesdays with your ladies, if it's going to be, um, you know, you could take Flamingo Friday, but I really like it and my sister should get credit. But, you know, find, um, my husband has a a beer club and, um, you know, he does stuff with that. It's, It's good to find connection and find ways to celebrate the everyday. Number five have twin items so obviously a lot of times the things that we cherish the most aren't things that are monetarily you know necessarily monetarily uh, of great value but the emotional connection is what is paramount one of my best friends and i constance we have identical silk scarves that we bought together in paris at chanel's flagship store on rue campbell every time we wear it the other one gets a picture um and just a little bit of that magic of that day is is in your heart then and you have that connection point sometimes we wear them together on the same day and sometimes we just let the other one know that we're thinking about them but it's it's a really beautiful little piece that makes you feel connected even though you can't go out to lunch together my mom has the exact same Pete the cat um, stuffed animal as my nieces and my nephew. And when they get on the video with each other, they are always excited to hold it up to the camera and show grandma their same toy. And they know that it is a connection with this person and they get really excited about it. Uh, so I, I would really encourage you, I have this, you know, to buy the same books, to buy the same stuffed animals, um, to have something special with a friend, whether it's matching wine glasses or pins or scarves. And that's just a way to keep them with you throughout the day. Number six, story time. This is specifically for people with tiny beings with nieces, nephews, um, you know, adopted nieces, nephews, uh, family friends, um, obviously grandchildren. But my nieces and my nephew are so important to me. And it absolutely kills me that I can't be there to do the little things with them like bath time and reading them a story to go to sleep. When my niece Tilly was very young, I was visiting her in the NICU and I just noticed that she had constant noise around her. I mean, beeping of machines, people 
talking in other pods, you know, drawers opening and closing, doors opening and closing, you know, people moving things, just constant noise. And I would sit by her bedside and sing to her. And if you did that or told her a story or talked to her, her stats went up. You could see, even though she was sedated, that this was very impactful for her. And so as much as I wanted to stay by her bedside forever and ever and never leave and just do that and be her slave, which Tilly, if you're listening, I'm still open to doing that if the hospital team will allow me. (laughs) Um, But I looked for a way that I could have that interaction with her with a regular cadence from far away. And I discovered a program called SoundCloud and I bought a pro package of that. And this allows you to record and I just do a a regular recording program on my iPhone and I use my AirPods to record me reading her stories and singing her songs. And I make playlists uh, for different things that my sister can then download on her end. So you can stream automatically or download so you can listen offline. And she has bath time music, she has nighttime music, she has poppy music, she has holiday music, she has musical stories, which is Auntie reading her the uh, Disney stories and the big Disney story books from when we were little, and then you stop at the appropriate time and sing the song from the movie. And it's just been something so wonderful because I can do it as often as I want and uh, I can, you know, press upload here in San Diego and then Tilly can be listening to it immediately there. And it just takes maybe, a, you know, a little bit of, of pressure off the parents. They um, can sit and listen to a story time that's being read by grandma or auntie. And you guys can both enjoy the fact that you get to read them a story that night or you get to sing them to sleep. I will do a PSA right now. Do not have too much wine on Thanksgiving and record drunken Christmas music because they will listen to it. They will love it and they will play it for everyone they know in perpetuity. Do not drink and upload. Hear me now. Number seven, joint movie night. Sharing a show or a movie with your loved one is such a fun connection point. You have so many phrases that you say to each other or memories of going to see big pictures together. Now, it can be really difficult to start films exactly at the same time. I've done it, but it's hard for you to like FaceTime together and watch the the show or movie and everyone's playback or connection is slightly different. So it's difficult. But uh, what I have done in lieu of that is both watched the same thing at the same time and we send each other text pictures of, you know, us at different parts or talk about Elle Woods's, you know, outfit circa 2000 and, uh, you know, that way you're still like talking during the movie even though you're not supposed to, but in a very quiet, respectful way. It's just another way that you can have a little bit of fun and frivolity and normal experience, even if you guys are very far away. And finally, number eight, snail mail. When you can't be there to hold their hand, send something they can hold in their hand. 
You know, uh, I send notes a lot of times that talk about a funny memory I had or a, a thought or something that's smile worthy. It's small, but I think there is something to the lost art of letter writing. I've kept most of these letters and cards that I've received over the years, and it's wonderful to revisit them. It really does hold more value than scrolling through old text. It is written by their hand. It was held by them, and now it's held by you. And that connection is something you can feel, and it is tangible. You know, as our world seems to be getting smaller, uh, sometimes the spaces and distances between us can seem larger. I hope you guys have enjoyed these few tips and tricks to help bridge that divide and bring you and your loved ones closer together, even when you're far apart. And as always, I try to end the episode with a little lanyap, a little something extra. And self-care is so important right now during this time. And we're not able to do things like go get facials or uh, maybe go to the store and peruse you know, some new face creams. And so I thought I would give you guys a recipe for a fun face scrub that you can make right at home with stuff in your kitchen and I personally have done it. I had some dry skin from going to the Sierra Mountains and so I just made this guy and did it in the shower and it was wonderful. My face feels like a baby's bottom. It's just incredible. So it's two tablespoons of salt. I used very fine pink Himalayan salt and I think I've mentioned before that I'm a really big fan of the San Francisco Salt Company. So if if you guys want to use the same one, I used the extra fine grated um, San Francisco Salt Company pink Himalayan salt. Then it is one tablespoon of olive oil. I used Greek olive oil and I did not use my very nice expensive Italian one from Frantonio Moro. That's really just for eating. Although I'm sure the antioxidants would have been great. I may have to rethink. But what I used was the Greek. And then one tablespoon of raw honey. And you mix those all together. I just used a fork in a little container and until, you know, combined. And then scrub, scrub, scrub and wash away. It really worked wonders. It gave me a nice glow, got rid of a lot of that dry, dead skin. And I hope it does the same for you guys. That is it for this week's episode of Tea with Coco. I am Coco like Chanel, and until next time, laissez les bons temps rouler, and everyone have a great day.